Stacey performance is recorded at Umeå Folkuniversitetet. It contains adult themes and adult language. Hello everyone and welcome to Moon's Edge, a podcast by Dicey Performance. Ooh. 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 Fancy. I'm your game master, your 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 dungeon master, your your other different kind the dude. of master I'm, of ceremony. I'm the master of lots know. of things. James Kitching and around the table with me I have <laughs> Leon Sheholds being the master of Quinn. Sarah Gustafsson playing as Jane Hicks, general thief. And one of Laws playing as Jamie, basically a brute. Yeah, daddy. (laughs) 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 Right, last time Mm. you all got... It's been a long time since you've started an episode with, yeah, daddy. (laughs) Yeah, daddy. Um, Enough of that. (laughs) Normally it's the little John fucking, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you said the right rapper this time I know, you've educated me on rappers <laughs> So, what did we do last time? Lovely. Everyone, what happened last time? I'm losing control of the class Yes You never had a control of it <laughs> Someone tell me Basically, last last episode We got out of the, ho- the, the, the carriage thing Gotten into... Uh, Arnie's Penville house. Arnie Penville's house. Yes, you were you were taken there by Harry Harrison, yes. his butler, his man. Uh, we then had a conversation with Arnie and um, Harry. Found out that he was Brian's brother, and his yes. Brian is dead, and you're being yes. blamed specifically. You. Yeah, I'm being blamed. And he asked us to help him with figuring out what the hell is happening. Nice. And who actually killed his brother? And you said, "Yeah, I'll do that." I mean, yeah, I mean, I want to save myself. I want to, like, figure out why people are pinning this on me. And then he said he was going to fuck off in the morning and you all kind of went to bed because you have free range over his house to a certain degree. Cool. Yeah, and Jane surveilled the house and just checked where are the entrances, where are the exits, how many windows are there. This will help you. Yes, it should, Well, Thumbs up. Um, You also (laughs) asked for a note, so... Ta-da, it's the next day. Did you all sleep? Yes. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. What were you doing during the night, Quinn? I was too awake. Okay, cool. Because you overhealed yourself and basically adrenaline boosted your shit. I mean, you could have started doing that in the morning, but, you know. Magic Red Bull. Whatever. So what, what did you do during the night whilst everyone was asleep? Yeah, I kind of fucked off to the library and just did some rummaging around. And because I didn't find anything interesting... I wrote a letter to my sister. Okay, cool. Asking her what the hell was going on and if she knows anything about Brian Penville's death because okay, I, I got dragged into it. She's going to know. I will ask you at some point out of character as Leon to write me that letter and I will get something back to you next week or maybe the week after or something like that. Cool? Okay, fair. Fair. And I assume you give that to Harry Harrison to send off to somewhere. Where are you sending it? I would say we kind of, because she knew I was going to basically run away, but we wanted to, like, have some sort of, yeah, option to contact each other in case of emergency, which this basically is. So there is something arranged like uh, somewhere so there's, in the there's a drop-off location or yeah shop in the middle district like somewhere that. that both could potentially access. Excellent. So, throughout the night, 
you feel like a weird presence in your mind and like every time you feel this weird presence five minutes later Harry Harrison enters the room and asks if he can get you anything and then when you're like nah I'm good bruh he leaves again does man sleep (laughs) he does but he's not sleeping tonight because someone's awake um, so, morning breaks, and Jane and Jamie, yeah. or should I say, Auntie Jay and Miss Bloom, <laughs> <laughs> just differentiate your fucking names. Hi. Um, you, you wake up at some point, what do you do? I look for the dress, well, outfit I asked for the night before. Harry has left you a head maid's outfit, and it's finally pressed. I immediately change into it, uh, fold my clothes I already wear neatly and stuff them into my bag, and make sure my hair looks functioning with the outfit. You notice that the maid's, basically, uniform is slightly larger than your actual size, so that if you wanted to wear anything underneath it, you could. Like armor and such like. Then I keep the armor and my base clothing underneath and the stuff I wear on top to make myself look even more old and fragile. That I will stuff into my bag. Cool beans. Jamie. I'm basically looking for my own clothes, I guess. Because it it would be very hard for Harry Harrison to just find clothes that would make me be like... Easier to like blend in with the higher society, I guess. Okay. Um, for you, Harry's got you like a, a, a large cloak that looks kind of like it's okay. you know been involved in some kind of finery. Like it's not a shit cloak. No one's gonna kind of you know out you and be like, "Who the f- what, what are yeah, you doing?" Yeah, but at least kind of it kind of looks fine for the area. I assume. Excellent. Um, as you guys come downstairs and kind of... I, where, where do you go? Jane, you surveilled basically the entire house and know the layout of it. Yes, could you tell me the layout of it? Um, there is a... Basically, there's a foyer as you walk in. There's a study to the left, a lounge room to the right off of the foyer. Under these, like... There's a main staircase right in front of the um, like main door. Uh, like front door foyer staircase that splits to two sides uh, up top there's like an east wing but it's quite small there's like three rooms upstairs over there and right west wing or what have you with you know another few rooms up there they're mostly like uh, guest rooms and like you know one one side of the house was very much you know Arnie's side and the other side was where you know you guys slept and Harry was somewhere during this time. Behind the stairs, like under where the the stairs split, there's two doors that go, like, sink back into the house. And they are generally, like, kitchen, bathrooms. There's a bathroom upstairs as well. Um, You know, run of the mill. It's a house. She goes to the kitchen. Okay. As you're in the kitchen, Harry kind of looks up from cooking and is like, Oh, um... This is the kitchen. Yes, I know. Um, if you'd like to wait in the the, 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 the lounge, I could, I'll be serving. D- you, you're, you're not leaving, are you? No. Okay. Um, 
I don't normally have help, and it's not necessary if you don't wish to. It's not exactly help I'm here for either. I was literally just trying to grab some things that I could bring along with me in the bag in case I need emergency. Oh, you want rations? Yes. I see. I had not thought of that. I, you have my apologies. I'm sure we've got something. And he starts, like, rooting around and, like, he, he literally goes into this walk-in, like, if, do, do you follow him? To, yes. To wherever he goes. He, he walks into this, like, closet and it's got, like, wooden shelves full of, of food and above like where you would normally have a, a bit like a light bulb there's like a glowing uh, one of the magical capacitors in like inlaid to a box and the walls of this closet are cold and he starts rooting around and he brings out like some you know mixed rations bits that will feed you for a day kind of a thing um and then he goes through to like a, a dry pantry and gets you some like dried meats and things. Um, to you, from where you've like come from, this is probably like, especially with the food shortage, expensive. Like you would be paying top dollar for. Like this, this is like, you know, some fresh. Like you look around and there's fresh stuff here. It's not all like hard tack and dried and you know single big biscuits and things. Quick question about this world. Um, is salt widely used? Uh, yeah. Is it expensive? Not so much. You're by the sea, it can be easily obtained. Okay. And pepper? Mm, pepper to a certain degree. Right. I also asked him, very questioning, can I also grab a bottle of pepper? Um, yes, but I've only got one. So, if you would like, I could, I, well, I, I could pick some up later today, but if you need any with your breakfast, I'd, I mean, I'm doing eggs, so if you want, you're looking at me like that again, um, you, I'd take, take it after breakfast, and you can, I'll, I'll get some more during the day. Lovely. Quite. Thank you. Yes. And he, like, saunters off and starts, like, continues making breakfast and then takes it out and just kind of ignores the fact that you're standing in his kitchen. And, like... Oh, no. Jamie has come into the kitchen just sitting at the table and eating. <laughs> Jane has packed the rations into her I bag. mean, like, Jamie's not used to these fancy Harry things. Harry is slightly so she disturbed, just, like, but still came serves into the you kitchen. wherever the fuck you are. Yeah. It's just no, like she that. just came into the kitchen and was like... I'm gonna eat here because this is what I'm used to. There, Jane sits next to her. Table in the, in the lounge. It's a bit big of a table for I three mean, people, though. Okay, yeah, the, yeah, sure, 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 sure. I mean, is, isn't this where we're supposed to eat? I only have a kitchen. If you'll just give me a moment, and as he blinks, his eyes like flash blue and then flash back to normal again. Quinn, you hear? Breakfast is served. Okay, I assume I have been standing where the elite normally eat their breakfast because I know where, like, 
how those people do. <laughs> yeah, like we we're not fancy. Like either later Jamie or Jane or fancy at all. So they're like in the kitchen having food. Quinn, yeah. what do you think in reaction to him saying breakfast is served and he's very much not in the you know dining bit of the lounge? Feeling like, damn, elite people are so different. Funny. First they leave without their butlers to command around, and now they eat breakfast in the kitchen? Hmm. Odd. I'm gonna check it out. So you go to the kitchen? I guess so. I'm hungry. Okay, the, the second you walk in the door, he, he kind of puts another plate down next to, like, Jane and, and Jamie, and says, I know it's very unorthodox, sir, but um, I thought you would like to eat with company. Sure, are you sitting down with us? Um, it, I <laughs> sit. sit down, Harrison. Sit. Come, 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 have Just to confuse uh, him, to be honest. I, um, <laughs> I, I already ate. I eat very early. I'll, I'll sit down. I'll, but, I'll do but that. But are you not hungry? No. Okay. I'll, I tell you what, I'll do you all a favor. I'll have a fruit. <laughs> and he sits down and kind of like grabs a, a banana or something and, and starts like eating. Uh, and he looks really uncomfortable. Uh, as, as you're all sat there eating, he hands you a note, uh, Jane. And the note is from Arnie. It has like several scribbled bits of information. Uh, it says the murder happened three nights ago. Uh, the building is guarded, so we haven't been able to access it to look for clues there. From what Harry has gathered information-wise, Harry's brother, who is the butler in, in Arnie's brother's house, is a whole family thing. His body didn't get taken out, so he may be alive, or he may have been eviscerated. Um, and the other thing that is like kind of you know, tagged on like very quickly at the end was uh, you might like to know Brian's house is an exact replica of my house, but it may have some additional rooms. Harrison? Uh, yes. Jane. Miss Miss Hicks. It's all getting a little <laughs> informal, isn't it? <laughs> Harrison? <laughs> have you had felt any mental reaction from your brother? Uh, wh wh which one? The one that worked with the other Pendamil. Oh, Barry? Yes. Um, no. Um, we... We don't keep constant connection. The... The, the Pendamil brothers work together quite a lot, but uh, us having a somewhat constant connection it can be very distracting very taxing as well um, I was meaning to ask you three if you would it I, I have the ability to connect your minds should you lose each other there is a radius as to how good this works uh, you will be however the downside from your perspective more than likely, is that I will kind of be able to read your mind constantly. So, the issue really is trust. Um, 
if you'd like me to do that, you can relay messages through me at any point, day or night. Preferably, well, not day or night. Day doesn't exist in this world. I just put my foot in my face. I mean, you created it, so. <laughs> I know. Mm. Okay, so they call moon up time day. I just decided. Ooh. Okay, then. I just decided okay. just right now. Nighttime is moon down time. Okay. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. You could contact me day or night and I'll relay messages through myself. Kind of a third party thing. Very middleman. Very taxing. It's up to you. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Breakfast Harrison. isn't normally in the kitchen. It's not normally here. <laughs> He's just so confused. Um, Jamie's just like, well, don't you just have people eating in the kitchen? We're not elites, love. I I don't have you a separate. Are very not. Yeah, I don't have a separate <laughs> Quite room. Quite apparent. I don't have a separate room designed to eat food. I eat food where I make it. I I can imagine. But yes. For all the futures who may have a kitchen. Would would you like the the mind talking to each other thing? I wouldn't be against it, but that would require a certain trust from you. So yes. I'm gonna need you to promise to not disclose any sensitive information you find out about me to anyone else. I won't go wandering through your mind if that's what you're worried about. Good. And he like gets up and grabs another egg and like pops another egg on your plate seeing that you finished your shit. <laughs> I'm Jamie's. up for it again. I'm up for it also, I guess. Quinn! Yeah, I'm afraid we can't really do much about it if you, if you feel like doing it anyway, so sure. You have to be 100% about this. It, it is me basically leaving a part of myself in your brain for some time. It can be removed at any point, but as long as I'm safe and sound, you should be able to communicate quite easily. Okay. I'm still okay with this. Same. Excellent. And he, like, kind of goes round each of you and just kind of, like, touches your hand and you feel this, like, surge of, of like, warmth and influence just kind of, like, hot water over the back of your head. And all of a sudden, like, he's kind of, there's just a presence there. It's, it's a very, like a niggling feeling in the back of your brain, like you've kind of forgotten something or you've... It's like somebody's watching you from behind. I give him a curious look and ask, Can you teach me how to do that? No. <laughs> but but not for... Mm. I, I'm sorry, that was incredibly rude of me. People are in my kitchen. Um, it's not for want of trying. It's kind of a, 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 a skill thing. Can you teach somebody how to have your hair color? Hmm. Okay. Never mind. Excellent. Hair dye, love. It's called hair dye. <laughs> I've heard of that. That's a new thing. There, there. It's it's all the rage with the the yellows and the reds. Quite fancy. Yeah, downtown I'm using charcoal to just keep the grey out for years now. Right. So, do you all have what you need? I'm gonna pick up some piece of unused cutlery I'm guessing there are some, I don't know fancy silvery spoons or something and while watching my reflection in that thing I will try and use magic to change my uh, facial features a bit 
Okay. Have you ever heard about just I wearing a wig, to, love? I want you to describe me exactly how you want your features changed and then roll me a magic. Because you describing, do you describing what you want to do is going to, you know, is going to let me decide how difficult this is going to fucking be. Also, using a spoon is going to distort your features a bit. Oh, yeah. That's true. I'm adding a die. Oh! <laughs> God damn it, Sarah. It's a fucking mirror. <laughs> yeah, I could do that too. That was just out of convenience and because people might have seen me around in the district, so I want to change the looks mm. a bit. Just go to so the I'm just going to, I don't know. Next inflate the size of the nose a bit. Okay. And like make the eyebrows more bushy. I don't know. Some weird smirk fixated on the face you the entire time. You want to Botox your smile? <laughs> You want to enlarge No, I just want him to look a little like crooked smiling the entire time without intentionally okay. doing so. Something that might like stick in the minds of people that saw him, but he can then get rid of quite easily. Okay. Is that all? I think so, yeah. Okay, roll your magic, your magic boy. Is it an area of effect because I'm targeting my face? No, I'm not <laughs> giving you that at all. Your threshold is a nine. Well, I got a nine, and I got a seven. So, minor success. Your nostrils kind of droop slightly. Your nose doesn't enlarge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, your eyebrows do get thicker. Thick as hell, boy. Nice. And what was the what was the other thing you wanted? Uh, Just the, smile. the smirk. Something about the mouth. You like as you smile. You you your corners of your mouth go up. And then they keep going a little bit further, oh and you just God. look really creepy. But now you have the ability <laughs> to like smile really fucking wide. <laughs> oh my God! Is but this turning into like the second you stop smiling, it just goes back to normal. But your your face has very slightly changed. Does okay, Jane notice this difference? I mean, he's he's holding a spoon up to his face, and then he glows a little bit. Do you want to perceive what he's doing? Like the yeah. hell? Yeah. Oh my god, your threshold is a one. I mean, he's doing this next to you. It's been beaten. Lovely. You you see him doing this and you see the subtleties of the change in his face. Lad, I could have done that with some makeup. Why would you need to do it that complicated? Well, I just wanted to try. And with that, he's like, I stand up and I uh, flip my cloak around again and then put on the fancy side. So shall we then? How about you actually change to, oh, I don't know, a butler's outfit instead? Because that, I gonna guess, is a bit recognizable. I don't think so. If we have a handmaiden running around, then she definitely needs an elitist to go with, right? Quinn, do you have and your family I do that crest on show? Creepy smile again. Hmm? Do you have your family crest on show? Um, no, I do not. So you hide that? With yes. Your Intentionally so. Excellent. Um, are you ready to go, guys? I think one, so. One thing first, I think. Um, You've been having breakfast for about half an hour. <laughs> Harrison? Yes? Are there any secret entrances to this building? There is a balcony on the one of the upstairs, each side of, of the, the outermost upstairs bedroom. Um, secret, 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 secret. Unless you wanted to come up through a bathroom pipe, 
then no. There is the service entrance back on the kitchen, and he kind of just nods his head next to him. There's a door in the kitchen that goes outside. Uh, front door. Um, the um, no, windows. Uh, you can go in through those. Um, that's it. That is all. And would the dead Penville brother usually lock Brian? The Brian, yes. Yes. Would he usually lock the balcony doors? From what uh, he before his passing, he became quite paranoid and erratic. So I would imagine so. I would imagine most of it would be locked up. And would you say the locks are tricky? They are well made. He's kind of skirting around the subject with you. I'll have a look at your locks, because apparently the layout was exactly the same. Similar, yes. Well, similar. I'll have a look at your locks and check what I can see. If they're used by a similar brand, or is it a different design? Um, the, the houses were built mm, at the same time, really. Same contractors, same... The, 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 the brothers, they came into the same kind of money at the same kind of time. It was very fortunate for them both. Then I have a look at one of your locks. I will try to pick one open so I can get a knack of it and then we'll get moving. Lovely. And you do that is what I'm going to say. Yes, <laughs> I do that. Things. And that means I get an extra knowledge about that specific kind of lock. Yes, I will give you... Like with with the roles, if, if you guys want to help each other, like you, you've seen the the cheat sheet for the actual like system yeah. if you guys want to help each other or do something that gives you an advantage to a certain degree it will only affect how many dice I roll so yeah because I already have extra plus in lock picking yeah. yeah yeah. can I just say I get one extra plus on that specific kind of lock um, no it will only affect okay. like advantages just affect how many dice I roll so okay. if, if it was a two you'd only be rolling for a threshold of one d6 yeah okay. so there you go so you will get that mm. um, if you choose to go through the doors. Um, you are given rations, given the clothes that I already said, and you have a mental connection to each other through the middleman of Harry Harrison. Cool. So, what do you do now? Go to the house. I suggest we start moving to the house. Miss um, Bloom? Yes. I assume you can try to gather a look of bodyguard right now. You have the general stature for it. True. But I also have a cloak, right? You do. You have a cloak on. Yes. But I'm going to assume you don't look like one of the high elite either. Yes, of course. Like, I can act as a bodyguard. That should be fine. Um, as as you two are having this discussion, Quinn, you, you make note of the fact that Jamie looks like a laborer who works in like the gardens and such like of of elite districts. She just looks like somebody who is, you know, oh yes, I work for the the master of the land, but it's very much like outdoors labor work. Harry, do we by any chance have any garden, I don't know, utensils that Miss Bloom could carry around for us? Oh, that could work. Are you just thinking this, or do you say no, it out I'm loud? No, I'm asking him. Oh, right, I thought you'd left the house already. <laughs> oh, but no, I don't, to I... be fair, he basically lives in your brain now. So if you are outside, he says, Yes, in the shed. I didn't realize you'd be using this so quickly. So quickly, huh? Mm, cool. 
Okay, then I guess I go into the shed. Do you go and grab a hoe? We make you a bush boy. (laughs) I hate that you said it that way, but cool. Awesome. So you are, you, you all set off towards the address you've been given for Brian Penville's house. Yeah. Yes, and Jane tries to act very much like a headmate talking to a master about usual things that we need to get done through the day, his general schedule and all of that mm. jazz. As you leave the courtyard, you see a few people bustling around the streets. It is very much the... It's, it's dark, the moon has just started coming up, and the hustle and bustle of people out currently are mostly help. It's mostly maids and such like. There are a few black coats wandering around. Um, as you try and like make your way through, the ground starts shaking. Very like violently. Earthquakes have been happening like more and more consistently for the past like 10 years. So this is a normal thing. But if you want to use this to your advantage to get around and sneak through places or just use your disguise to bustle through, that's up to you. But the ground is currently shaking and it will be for a good 30 seconds. So how far are we away from here, away from the house? Um, it'll, it'll be a walk of about 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. So how would we use this 30 seconds if we just try it? I mean, there's black coats around you. Right, so I suggest we sneak past them without making, letting them really see us properly. Mm. Just sneaking past them, trying to get more in the direction of the house, and then we just keep moving. Yeah, yep. we just keep on walking, basically. Yeah. Keep yeah. on walking. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, as you, like... In the... I would say everyone give me a perception check, apart from Quinn. That's brain, right? I, I always... uh, brain, yes. Threshold? Um, <laughs> three. Minus success. Ooh, same. Same. You both notice that the buildings around here, like even the the outer walls and the courtyards, they don't give. There's no like uh, wobble. There's no wobble to them whatsoever. Where you you specifically like Jane and Jamie come from, you you would have some beams in the house that would be slightly shorter that could take like the toll of the house shaking and it would take some stress off of the other beams of the house and things and things generally like when you experience these earthquakes like it's very much once they're over dust is settling and the houses are creaking and groaning and such like in like the distance you do hear some like small crumbling and as you round a corner towards where you're supposed to be going, you see like some slates falling off of the house of the address that you're heading to. And it looks like there's been some damage to this place. But you are outside Brian Penville's house. Do we see any guards? There are guards in the courtyard. So in the front? Yeah, in the front outside of the house. I mean, um, Miss uh, Jane, can, do you think we could possibly go in as and say that we aren't working? Or what do you think would be best? Right now, I think it's better not to not let them know that anyone wants to get into this house at all. And 
As I can see, there's only two black coats on the outside. There might be more on the inside. The safest bet, I would say, is to get to one of the balconies in the back. How much room do we have to move without them seeing us? Or then we can sneak behind the building. Um, the court, like the, the, the outer wall of the courtyard, it goes around the entire building. Like the building's in the middle. There is, there is garden like around the entire house and it's walled off like front to back. There's gates in and out, like the front and the back, and that's it. Um, so if you want to go check around back, you can do that. Yeah, I say we'll go check around back. Hmm? Okay. As sneakily as possible. Yeah. So as you're heading down like one alley to go like around the back of this compound, basically, um, there's like weirdly a little bit of nature behind here, like some dying off trees and a bit of, of like scrubland kind of a thing. Um, the, the, towards the backs of the houses it's not really used all that much but there's like a little path that's been worked down by obviously like the people going to and from the service entrance in the back. Um, and you look out into like the, the rear courtyard where it's just basically gravel. There's nothing really there because it's very much the helps kind of area to go and you know, smoke if they want, kind of a deal. There is one black coat posted out back. Quinn, can you sense if there's any magic being put on any of the entrances? Yeah, I'm scratching the back of my head. Sure, I can give it a try. And I guess I'll see if I can detect okay. magic. Uh, do you want to... How, how much of this area do you want to detect magic over? Well, I would say for us it's particularly interesting to see whether there's anything on the entrance, both to the place in itself, to the mansion, like the courtyard, and... Do you want the gate, courtyard, and the mansion itself? Yeah, like the two entrance points that we want to get through, basically. Alright. Um, okay, so roll, roll your magic, add your detect magic, and... Oh, shit! Beta 14. I had a 13 and a 9. Okay, so you you light up and you feel like you flow out this magic to feel prongs around you. And you just feel nothing. It's it's really strange feeling. Like you're trying to look. When it's completely pitch black and you open your eyes and nothing changes and your brain kind of has that split second of shock... You get that because you're used to feeling something around you. And it's just, you you know in the back of your mind, it's not for one of trying, you just fucked this one up. I, I kind of want to go in as if I was the actual gardener and see if there's a different way to get into the house. You mean go up there and just ask if you can just check out a few things from your work? Yes. Oh yeah, if they tell you that your boss is dead, act surprised. Oh yeah, you I, I'm, I'm just gonna pretend that I'm much, like, that I'm kind of a dim-witted kind of person, more so than I probably am, and that I come here on this day of the week every time, and... Say you've been out of know. town for a while. Like, you have no, had to, you had to visit someone out of town, you just came in in the morning, you haven't really had that many news if they ask. 
could could be possible, yes. And I guess I go ahead and try and get in. So through the, the service area. Yeah. The second you open the back gate and go into like the graveled like back courtyard, um, the the black coat there, who was kinda like leaning against a wall and kinda twiddling this baton around, uh, looking at the ground and just generally looking bored as fuck. Kinda hears the gravel of you like walking towards him and straightens up and then sees that you're not like a superior to him and immediately like starts quick marching over to you and stops dead in front of you. Oh hey sir. Uh no one and no one at But I, I, I have to work. This this I, like I need to get the garden ready. Um you You worked here? I I work Oh, yeah, not anymore. But if you worked here, what um, do you mean not anymore? Were, well, he's I, I, dead, I, didn't he? Who's dead? The the the, the guy, the poshkit. What? I, I've been out of town for a couple of days. What what is happening? They let you out of town. Fucking hell, it's a sweet job, isn't it? I I was. Where'd you go? I I was visiting on the outskirts of the town, like a family member who was not doing very well, like. So, so I have a lot of details. I've, I've. What do you mean by a lot of details? Well, it's just, I was out of town. Just say the name of the village or whatever. Is it my new town? Or is it, didn't ask about your family. What? What? Quick! What quick, you... quick! Out of character. <laughs> do we have names for other places around you, town? You, that outside the Cause, like cause, bounds cause of is, the city. Yes, because we don't know. Small, I, I don't know this. Small villages and like mining areas but they're pretty much drying up like the poorest of the poor would have probably moved out there because yeah, but there's like nothing names there. of the places. you can make them okay up. i'm really bad at making up names so cool potter's potter's, potter's village that, that could work yeah okay going back to the story um <laughs> no but if you worked here then uh I'm thinking probably my boss will want to question you, so, um... It's behaving ya. Come with me. And he turns around. <laughs> and starts walking down the side okay, of the building towards the front. Yeah, I follow him very slowly and kind of, like, say what's happening to both of them. And Jane is... And, and to Harry Harrison. And I suppose he's gonna tell me something that I should know. As the gardener, if I am questioned. Okay, cool. Jane, uh, just carefully just tries to whisper to her, knock him out quickly, quietly. So, ev- everything you say to each other, you kind of like say to this feeling of Harry in the back of your mind, and then the message gets passed on to the next person. So, if you're like, oh, you know, this guy thinks I'm the gardener, but he's taking me in for questioning. Like, you two, uh, Jane and Quinn, you would get a mention in your head of, um, he's taking Jane to, uh, question her. I'm not sure why. Not given details. Knock him out quickly and quietly. Uh, Jamie, she said, uh, Jane says to knock him out quickly and quietly. Okay, and I'm completely alone with this, uh, black guard, right? I mean, he's, he's walking you down the side of the building towards the other two guards at the front courtyard. Can they see her? No, not at the moment. Okay, can but I try and knock him out? <laughs> uh, 
yeah, go for it. He kind of stops as you're walking down these, um, d down the, the path to the side no. and stops at like a bush with some flowers on it and goes, what's that one then? That one's a pretty one. What's that one? <laughs> it's a daisy. <laughs> it's a daisy? Yes. I thought daisies were white, not purple. I mean, you can I use... mean, you're the fucking gardener, I suppose. I mean, you can use colorants to do that. You color the... I mean, it's whatever my master tells me to do. The... Fucking idiots. Posh gets... They just... Coloring flowers. They just... Fucking hell. <laughs> and you can tell, like, literally... As he's like mulling this over in his head, he takes a deep breath in as if he's gonna shout for the other guys, like, listen here, right, or come here, or something like that. But you, you like get the gist of that before. You yeah. said you wanna quick strike him? Yes. Okay. Quietly. Um, Quietly. Mm. Where's my stance for this? I don't even know. Without him starting to yell, so hit for the back of the head, please. What, what kind of head would this be, though? Are you unarmed striking him, or are you striking him with the damage range of a hoe? <laughs> I mean, I I haven't assigned like mundane objects damage ranks. Can you tell me what the damage range Whoever of a hoe is? Whoever grew that flower, your mom's a hoe. <laughs> I don't think there would be like a one damage or anything like that. It would basically be okay, maybe like a one damage. Probably would that make sense to I think have it would a make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you use the wooden like, stick part, yeah. So you you being as strong and like forceful as you are, you've got one damage hit yeah. range, which could kill like an unarmored grunt. You could kill a child yeah, with that kind case, of thing. But in this case, he's a black coat, so he's yeah. not going to be dead. No. It's going to knock him out, um, But like a three damage is basically like taking cannon fire to you. Yeah. Um... Or like three or four damage, but there, there you go. So you could do some damage with a fucking hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to knock him out. Okay. Don't kill him, just knock him out. Yeah, so that's you all want, I want. You want to do subdue damage. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, he's a 2d6, so roll your force, yeah. Mm, oh, okay, I rolled badly. Uh, it's beat, beat a seven. <laughs> I, I will... Roll first and then say, Do I need to add roll? <laughs> you're, you're currently surprise rounding him. What How bad you is it? Are you though? Okay, can I add brawl or not? I mean, you're not in a fist fight kind of a thing. Brawl is the whole you're gonna. If, if you're face to face with someone, literally like bare knuckle boxing them. Is that a no? Asking for a it's, friend. It's a, uh, can you persuade me? Mm, okay. Ha, mm. Well, you know, the moment he realizes this he's about to be punched or like the punch oh, yeah. misses, it's about to be a fist fight. I mean, it is. That is true. I mean, I mean it's about, it's, it's like, it's the same thing with uh, when we were in the riot, like throwing yeah. something that starts a brawl and like you can have something that you can hit first, like the first hit and then it becomes a physical fight. I'll allow it. Cool, because that's a minor success. If oh, you it got wasn't, a minor success? Yeah, because if it wasn't, it was complete fail. Because <laughs> I got a you, seven and a four. You miss his head and clip his like shoulder oh, with this hoe. Still. 
and he kind of just like you've you've dislocated his shoulder with this hoe and he immediately like screams out and i'm running as (laughs) as he like turns around with this like one limb arm he Mm. hits you for two damage with his baton okay um because you got a minus success you got hit and you hit someone and there's a complication and the complication is he's just shouting for his mates I guess I'm gonna. I I don't know. Do I try and run? I don't know what to do. So Jane straight up trusts Jamie to deal with this because she's the violent one. Okay, cool. And she sneaks up to the balcony okay. on the backside. Um, so um, I guess I'm gonna try and hit him again to, for him to shut the fuck up. I'm gonna uh, deal with Jane first. Yes, and do then that. Quinn, and then we'll get back to you. Do that. Hoeing I, this I'm guy gonna, in the face. <laughs> I'm gonna think more about this. Okay, I'll let you think. Jane, the like the the two like uh, words English. Ooh. It's not like Jane, you're English. <laughs> who accused me of that? Um, Jamie and this now dislocated shouldered black coat. Uh, like down the left hand side of, of the back of this building like the building is wide and the gate is central but you would have to cross gravel to get to the building to then try and climb it um, so the test view would be difficult and this guy's just shouted so to be sneaky it would be very difficult is all I'm saying so and to can get I, up to the balcony I, you said there were some shrubbery and some actual yeah. alive stuff can I sneak to the further right of the building and then go on that side oh you can totally do that oh I'm totally doing that alright roll for it you gotta be sneaky yeah that's sort of my thing yeah that can't be as difficult, though. That's a threshold up. No, it's not as difficult. Like, it would have been a masterful, like, full 4d6 for you to run across a graveled courtyard and, like, ascend, basically, a wall uh, and not be seen whilst a guy is basically shouting below you. But seems though you're going the other way, it's only a 3d6 and your threshold's only a 10, which is your best stat anyway, or nearly your best stat. I got this one. Nice. Right, so you leg it. You do make noise, but but it's basically being drowned out by the guy yelling over his dislocated shoulder, and you, you know, absolutely ham-fisted it towards the the right-hand side. Quinn. So I would assume I see Jane try and sneak into the building and I see Jamie mess with his guard and hear the scream. You do. You see all of this from the outside wall where Jane's just legged it. I... The gate's open. You can go through the gate if you want, but then you'll be inside where the screaming man and Jamie and... I try to kind of buff Jamie. Okay. How? I want to make her faster. Oh my god. Okay. Wouldn't it be better to use distract the guard so she can run? But I don't know how to The other guards are already coming, I would assume. I want you to roll me a heal roll. 
This is gonna be like a temporary thing where you're basically like, I'm, I'm gonna say what you did last night to give yourself energy overnight, which mm. you was gaining a critical success on healing yourself and basically waking your shit up. Um, you you felt like that is something that could definitely like make you quicker, make you faster, wake you up, adrenaline boost you, and you try and do that. So I'm gonna have you add heal to it, but it won't actually heal. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Um, how far away are you doing this from? Well, I guess I kind of do that from over the wall, or I do that while I'm moving on towards the mansion grounds. Okay, so you're moving and doing this at the same time? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, okay. I can also hold still for a moment. I basically just want to make her faster so she can basically yeah, run through the courtyard and take all of the guards away from the mansion now that she's kind of the distraction anyway. Oh, okay. Roll your magic. Eight is your threshold. You got a six and a seven with the heal, so that's a fail. Oof. You feel the magic flow through you, and you, you like, focusing your mind to aim it at Jamie. And as she lifts up the hoe to beat this guy over the face, you fire this, like, magical bolt of healing, and this guy's dislocated shoulder just pops nicely back into frame. Oh You're welcome, God. mate. <laughs> you done goofed. You done fucked up. Once Complete buffoonery. Again. Back to Jamie. This guy <laughs> has just like gone, ah, what the fuck? And he's called over his mates and then his shoulder that you just dislocated popped itself back in and he looks jazzed. I'm just like, mmm. Because I don't understand what the hell just happened, so I'm just kind of confused. But I'll try hitting him again, I guess. Okay, he's on the floor, so this is going to be slightly easier. Okay. But, um, what are you aiming for as well? Like, are you aiming for somewhere specific? Do you want to kill this dude, or is it still subdue damage? I'm going to try and still subdue him. Okay. We'll see what happens. I mean, we have the other two coming, right? Yeah, they will be here literally within the next go-around, as it were. Okay. I'm still gonna try and subdue him. What's my threshold? Oh, uh, sorry, yeah, it's five. Okay, minor success again. Minor success again. Your, your... weapon... of choice. The hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Your I'm dirty hoe bounces <laughs> off of his shiny bald head and he takes the relevant amount of damage. Um, he also, with his newly jized attitude from just being healed, like, smacks you in the knee and buckles, like, the, the side of you. So, like, you're, you're down on one knee. And that's your complication. So you've okay. done damage, you take damage, so that'll be like uh, one damage minus whatever, because he's prone. Um, minus whatever your armor. Yeah, I don't, get, I don't get damage. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have a two damage. Lovely. Um, and yeah, you're like on one knee, and these guys are on the way. Jay. Hi. Hi. But also, I should say thanks, Quinn. You gotcha. leg it around the right-hand side of this building, and, like, it, it doesn't take you long, but it is still a large building. As you get to the front, 
you see the two guards that you saw before at the front literally, like, their tail coats, like, disappearing around the opposite corner. So the front is now unprotected. The front is now unprotected. See, now I have options. You do. And technically, they can still be more observers seeing me if I enter from the front. Yes. But how big is the estate from... Uh, how far away is it from other people? Did I see any other people moving about in this area when we walked here? Um, uh, outside of the compound kind of a thing. Most of the actual grounds themselves are blocked off by like a high wall. Um, the front gate, um, which is nicely like uh, metallurgy worked with BP instead of AP, um, is like open and there's people walking by but the mentality of this like help class like there are some people who are like rubbernecking a little um uh but most people are like trying to keep to themselves really like they've got shit to do and places to be you figure some of the elites are gossiping assholes and if they get some gossip from their help the help will be like oh yeah I'm more favored some shit's going down at that old dude's murdered place. So, how far am I from the and any of the balconies on the backside? Um, on the backside. Yeah. Like the the balconies are like more or less on the sides of the building, so you've basically just gone underneath one. Yeah. Do you want to go up? I want to go up. Right. Do me. Uh, I think it's accuracy. It's accuracy. Yeah. Romian accuracy. You're scaling a building using basically vines and trestles. Yep. Mm, so this is going to be hard. Do you have any bonuses to your um, dexterity? Is it one? Could this go with stealth? Because I'm still trying to be quiet about this. You know what? I'll be nice and give it to you. Your threshold is a nine. It's a complete success. Nice. Yes. You get up and onto the balcony, and then I will switch to Quinn. What are you doing, boy? Okay, so I'm going to grab the family crest out of my bag of things, and I will remember every single detail I know about or have seen throughout all these years from the hated older brother of mine. Okay. And I will start marching onto this... Uh, Gravel Road down to Jamie Bloom. Okay. Whatever. Um, are the uh, are the other guards coming by now? Yeah, they're they're li- they've rounded the corner already. So you are in full view of uh, the back of Jamie, who's like just like fallen down to one knee. This guy on the ground with his baton now and two black coats now running towards uh, a very very like. It's obvious that this is a fight kind of a thing. Okay, so I'll try and summon up all the authority that I can into my voice and go, What is going on here? I, Dexter Vaughn, will not have this. What are you doing to my beloved gardener? Foxy, what is going on here? Roll me a brain for your charisma and (laughs) add your plus four. Do you have a black coat knowledge? Uh, no, I only have no, the No, that's knowledge. not you. Um, that's me. No, that's Jane. So add nothing to it. <laughs> and this is going to be difficult because <laughs> you fucked up. Why? 
You said it was your garden and the person's garden who it is. No, is no, 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 no. I said it's my gardener, which is oh, absolutely possible. Yeah, true. Because I she's work... taking turns working in elitist gardens. True. Okay, I'll give it to you. She's just that there one day, maybe the week, so I can totally have her work <laughs> my garden as well. Work that what garden. The hell? <laughs> your threshold is. A 14. What? Oh my Still God. that high? Yeah, I rolled pretty well. I rolled a fucking... Why do I even roll with a d6 then? Yeah, I mean, it's not it's a critical be... failure, but it's a complete failure. Yeah. All right, so the as the guys, the, the two guys are running, like, towards Jamie, one of them stops to help the, like, fallen guard up, and the other just legs it past both of them and is running directly towards you. And we're back to Jamie. Cool. You've got now two guards in front of you. <sighs> One's helping the other up, and they're both now standing in front of you. You, I assume, get up off of your knee. Yeah, I get up. Mm. And I'm like, is it worth it me keep hitting them well, at the, this point? Because I'm like... The bold one that you've already hit a couple times is like he's not great but the other one is fine and it's just helped his mate up cool. you've got two in front of you one like could possibly be knocked out with another you know quick yeah. strike but then there's the issue that there's a second one who is very much will have watched you do that okay i'm gonna try and punch the second one the one that's fine okay actually so punch and not use the the hoe okay like punch him like to completely knock him out are you doing subdue damage again yes oh okay oh my god does that make it harder or easier oh god James <laughs> does knowing me I'm gonna fail does, no, does subdue damage make it harder or easier it doesn't really matter I just need to know because if he dies then I get to tell you that you killed him and then there's it's a one damage there's no way I can kill him and I, I know but if you hit people enough they, they die I know, this is still like, I'm, I don't, I'm not hitting them to, to kill do, do you want to know your threshold? Yes. I rolled two d6s and I rolled a two. <laughs> you got one you got, for both got, of them. Oh, you, you rolled critical failure. I can't roll critical failure. I'm not yeah. doing anything. I'm just giving you thresholds. Let me be happy for a second. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. But if you can get, you know, a critical success, I'll give you something extra. I just rolled a two. Okay, so that... I'm also still adding brawl. That bra. meets your threshold. I'm still adding brawl, so that adds, I think, two? Uh, two? your brawl adds... Yeah, two. Mm, two, so yes. So that's a four. So that's a four. Good, good. Oh, I, I accidentally rolled, but I rolled a seven. No. Okay. Like, with the, the brawl. You were meant to roll anyway, so accidentally yes. rolling is fine. Yeah, but I so wasn't rolling So you fully there. succeed. You smack this guy, oh, straight in the face. So basically, you do your damage, and you don't get hit. Cool. So you don't take any damage either. Um, I'm going to switch back to Jane. You're on the balcony now. I want to pick the lock open for the balcony door. Okay, roll your lock pick and... That is brain. That is brain. And I and have you've a plus got, two. Yeah, you, you, it's not a, a 3d6 anymore. It's only a two. You've got bonuses and advantage. Oh, yeah. What's my threshold? Your threshold is seven. I beat that. Nice. You 
open the door of the balcony, you enter the, like, upstairs bedroom, and the entire, like, room, there's streaks of burnt, like, flashes across the walls. Everything has been, like, ripped open. All the furniture has, like, had a knife dragged through it and all the stuffing thrown out. There's books on the floor. This place is a fucking mess. Like, an entire mess. Can I hear anyone moving in the building? You cannot. And that is where we're going to end for today. You're inside, though. I mean, you are. I'm. You fully ditched those two. One hundred percent. And and I'm like just beating this person with a hoe, and not getting it. I'm useless. I hope you cleaned that hoe. <laughs> Did you really think I was not going to do that? I, I had no idea. I'm still to to delve into the mind of Jane. Although she, technically, there's a little bit of Harry Harrison in the back of everyone's minds. Yeah, true. I mean, I still haven't figured out that Quinn is there. I'm just bidding this person senseless with the hoe. Because she's na- not naturally a brawler, technically. She's a sneaker. And yeah. this was a perfect distraction. And You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and also, if there's anyone who can get out of a fight and be still be alive after fighting three full-grown men, it's Jamie Bloom. So... Sure. Yeah. So she's not that worried. And to be honest, if these two get away from this place, she Jane is the one that's most likely to be able to get out of this house unseen and get back to the other Penville estate without anyone noticing her. So this is perfectly logical. Excellent. Any any other closing thoughts? Let's see whether Somewhere during the upcoming episodes, Quinn will actually manage to do something. Ooh. Bring, right. Bring a better dice next you, time. You have yeah. powerful magic at your fingertips that can do a lot of damage. But he's a clumsy boy as well. He is. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He can do the most damage in one single turn, but, but he can do the, the most damage to himself as well. Wonder yeah. where you got I, that clumsy trait from for this character. Where also, do have very high skill in rolling bats, so... Sure. Yeah. To be honest, I am not that great either at accuracy. Speaking of rolling, though, I was on a roll this time. You were, you were. Yeah. But anyway, that's it from us for this week. So that'll be a goodbye from them. Bye. 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 And a goodbye from me until next time when Dice Performance returns to play Moon's Edge. See ya. Bye. See ya. You've been listening to Dice Performance, part of Umeå Theatre Company and Folk Universitetet. Edited by Lynn Olson, produced by Joanna Velosa, art by Sarah Gustafsson, PR by Alex Rader, and project managed by Jakob Safsten. Hello, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, put that in a blooper right at the end. <laughs>